What's up, everyone? It is time to motivate, and I'm your whole Rangi Kill on this wonderful, delicious, wonderful day. My name is my name is Raycel Hemingway. I am your Buddha Bear host, and we are back with an all new jam pack episode of Buddha Bear Talks, the podcast. Yep, we're on season two. We're still getting right in the middle of our delicious fall series of delicious Buddha Bear Talks, and we're going to start doing some more delicious recipes in the kitchen. Child, I miss y'all so flipping freaking much. I have no idea. I hope I was on vacation. It felt good to be nice and back. Um, if you guys have not heard of the other podcast episodes, I was in Las Vegas for five days. Um, you could check that out before you guys start up on here just to get you guys caught up. There's a two-part um episode into this. So Viva Las Vegas part one and two is now available on all streaming platforms and especially to all my amazing, amazing Buddha Bear fans. Um be on the lookout of the wisdom app. And I don't know if I've told you mentioned this before. If you guys are just tuning in, I am officially a mentor of the Wisdom app that's about to launch this Tuesday. I want you guys to download the Wisdom app. And we're having some amazing, beautiful things coming for Blue Bear Talks, the podcast. We're about to have a new web page coming out very, very, very soon. It's all in the works. I've been working very hard behind the scenes and make sure you guys can always stay in tune with me. I want to interact with you guys to all my people that have been listening across the world, all my New Yorkers, all my people that have been listening across the country and all around. Thank you so much for always hearing me out. Thank you for your support, your encouragement, your kindness. You guys, by you guys even listening towards me and I'm I'm just an ordinary human being just like you guys and I always have to keep it real because I don't sugarcoat shit in this in this podcast where we're here in this show together we don't sugarcoat shit we keep it a thousand we keep it a buck and even amid our own shit we're in this together because we're like a family and you guys I appreciate y'all so flipping freaking much from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for all that you do to all my amazing people like around the world I appreciate all of you so much all my families in Europe all my amazing listeners in Africa, Japan, Barbados, you name it, Canada, you name it, Russia, every country that's been listening to me so far, I appreciate you all so much from the bottom of my heart. Thanks for always staying and tuning in with me. It's nothing but fun and last, and you know I always keep it real with today's topic. All right. Also, with that being said, we're going to have an amazing new episode today, and it's very interesting. I've been dying to upload this and bring this out to you guys about the COVID-19 vaccines. You've been hearing about on the news. You've been hearing about all online, how New York is the first to be mandated to make sure that all of us are fully vaccinated, or we can't get back to doing what we love to do most, like interacting with people in restaurants and going to the gym all that stuff that we do normally on a day-to-day basis if you don't have show proof of that vaccine card you're pretty much sol shit out of luck and it's sad because people that have been health restricted health restricted or allergic to some degrees in the vaccine they came and do certain things and while in other states it's not mandated to have your vaccine card just make sure you stay masked up um if you travel to outside the other countries and all you have to bring that vaccine card with you. Um, In this episode, you're going to hear different opinions. You're going to hear 
what my uh, my host Ashley, no, Miss Ashley Crab, my Cookie Monster friend family. Um, she's in this episode and you get to hear from her side point of view in her opinion. And it's also important you guys, when you are listening to the pod, when you listen to the episode, I want to make sure you guys do your very own research. It is important. Do your research like how I've been doing my research here and there about the vaccines because I'm a funny motherfucker too. Um, you'll hear in the um, episode that I, that I also took the vaccine because Coming to find out, my mom has taken the vaccine as well. Um, I took the Pfizer, and I think my mom took the Moderna. But the reason why I took it, because they were already vaccinated, which I didn't know. They took it first. So my heart was telling me, you know what, let me do this for me, and let me make sure I be safe as well, and be protecting other people as well, because I also work in the hospital as well. And long story short i want to give too much into the episode i want you guys to really listen in but you even hear that some of the hospitals here in new york are now mandating their workers to get the vaccine if not they're fired and they get replaced which is sincerely in my opinion it's fucked up because they sacrificed so much during the pandemic and they worked through the whole hell through the hells that they went through and it's not fair to them and their families and they gotta suffer because they didn't feel safe taking the vaccine, but at the same, I can't speak up for them. But at the same time, it is messed up and screwed up that they have, like, you have no choice but to take it. It's like you're enforcing it to this into our bodies. I understand, but I don't understand it at the same time because it's like you're telling us, like, you're forcing us to really do what we gotta do in order to get to our get where we need to go. So. You hear more into the podcast episode, and also I have my other amazing guest, my down earth, down earth, talented dancer extraordinaire, whacking princess, Coco Motion. Y'all all know her as Christina James. That's my cuz. She's featured in the episode today, along with a special surprise guest. You're here on the, later on in the podcast. So. Before we get right into the episode, I want you guys to get your tea, get your coffees, get all your alcoholic beverages together, get, sit back, relax, get tuned in. You're going to hear, you're going to hear again for a bumpy loving ride. It's a bit of a toss the podcast, you guys. Remember, it is time to motivate and we're always going to have amazing encouragement later on in the episode. We're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. Remember, you are amazing. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are a queen. You are a king. You know what I'm talking about. Don't ever switch your sauce or your flavor for nobody. Stay uniquely to yourself and always be amazing as you are. Don't change the motherfuckers because they don't pay your bills at the end of the day. We'll be right back after the break, y'all. <laughs> Time to motivate. Ow. What up, you guys? This is Ray here, and I'm here to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast up to date. To make it break it down for you, it's free. It has a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listening ship. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. 
So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is time to motivate. It's time for Booty Bear Conversations with your amazing Booty Bear host, Raycel Hemingway. Time to get back with the combos. Tea time. What is up, everyone? It is time to motivate. We are back with Booty Bear Talks, the podcast. We are here live at Citropia in Manhattan West. Yes, motherfuckers, I'm in Manhattan. Good old New York City. I'm here with my baby, Ashley, my co-host. Mm-hmm. She's over here getting glammed up. Y'all can't see me, but... Uh, some cake monster. Yep, she's the cake queen up in here. Yes, y'all. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the COVID-19 vaccines while we're being forced to take it or we have to lose our jobs. And it's very interesting why I bring up this topic because I, as much of you guys have been watching the news and have known that some of the hospitals are now enforcing it to make sure we take the vaccines by September 22nd. If not, we are forced to lose our jobs. And that's not freaking fair because we don't really pretty much trust pretty much what's going on inside the vaccine. There's some people that are health compromised. People got cancers. People like legitimate reasons why they really can't take, sincerely can't take it. And since New York City, where, where I'm at, where we're at actually is the first state to be enforcing it. It's been creating a lot of stir. And not just in the hospital community, like basically all jobs have been affected, the state of New York. And me and Ashley were just sitting here talking about it earlier because it's like, it's crazy. Like people have diseases, people have cancers, like I said, that are really health compromised to the vaccines or people's allergic to the ingredients in the vaccines, which is also another reason why some people can't really take it. So Ashley, my darling, you can be very sincere and honest, as you always are, because I love well, it when I think you're. You should start with your um, experience because you actually, um, had, like you was explaining, you had to do it for work. Mm-hmm. So, I think you should start off with, um, well, one, how they expressed to you what was going to be their rollout plan of the vaccine, mm-hmm. and then your experiences with it, how you felt about it, mm-hmm. and then ongoing, like what you've seen change and how you feel like. Oh, yes. Yes, no worries. And let me start first. Yes. Um, we're, we're basically going to start basically with my job. Um, it's funny, like my boss actually, before it was being even before it was enforced, my boss actually set up an appointment for me to make sure at the hospital where I was working at, um, make sure I take my vaccine, my first and my second dose. And this was all the way back in June before it was even enforced. Um, I already have heard that other hospitals like New York Presbyterian was already enforcing it. Um, most of my friends, my coworkers and colleagues were talking about some of their families that worked in other hospitals who were already ahead of the game enforcing it. So now either they have an option to either take it or they're going to lose their jobs, which to me, in my honest opinion, is not fair because it's really not fair. And it's kind of messed up because 
since we are like literally I mentioned we are the first state to be enforced to do this and it's like in my honest opinion we're like getting back into slavery 2021 but I'm not gonna get too deep into that shit girl Oh, yeah, that's a story for another episode. I even mentioned on my first season of Buddha Bear Tolls about racism, bitch. Yeah, I got to tune into that one. Mm, we're going into the future. Yo. No, nah, it's going to be breaking to like two or three parts. <laughs> but yes, like a lot of family, my friends' families that work in the other hospital, they felt like, oh my God, they felt stifled. Like this is their livelihood. This is how they pay their bills and pay their rent to make sure they can get ahead, have a roof over their heads. And we finally didn't get started being forced. And we were the last, I think, if I wasn't mistaken. We were the last to do it. And that and then all my other colleagues, they were just like, some of them got written up. They got written up like a last final written warning, like out of the blue. No worries, no worries. I said, Sugar, once I get it out, I want to hear y'all. I want to hear y'all's side because I said, Yo, she be keeping a thousand up in here in this podcast, up in here in Buddha Bear conversations. We keep it real up in here. I don't fake no shit. We don't fake it. Uh huh. We don't fake nothing over her. But yes, like, yo, she's stupid. <laughs> oh, she's stupid, y'all. But, um, yeah, we need some more shampoo, bubbly, bubbly. Yes, and we are getting, we're sippy, sippy while we're discussing the tippy. But um, also, yum, yum, motherfuckers. Get bougie with it with y'all. Get that damn champagne. We get lit and have yourself a little cup. But yes, back to what I was saying, like, like as you're saying, it is very fucked up that they have to make a choice. It's like you're forcing all the essential workers that basically helped everyone through the pandemic gotta make a choice like keep your job or force to find something else and which is very hard right now where a lot of jobs have been lost in the middle of the pandemic they gotta be forced to start all over and to me that's not fair it shouldn't be forced but on the other hand i've gotten long story short i got vaccinated I, why I got vaccinated because I found out my mom and my sister got vaccinated first because they was both telling me like, Ray, I was telling them how I was feeling and they both sincerely understood. It was like, I don't want nothing in my fucking body. I don't know what's in that motherfucking shit. I don't know if there's a damn chip and shit going on in my body or they trying to locate us like this, some damn matrix type of shit. <laughs> Motherfucker, this ain't Keanu Reeves. And it's like, we don't even know, like, even if you take the vaccine, people still getting sick. Like, I don't know if you know, in my hospital, it's now getting full again. I was mentioning this to Ashley earlier, like, some of the kids are getting sick. And I'm scared because, like, these kids, I don't like it when kids are in the hospital. Because I was like that 
growing up and i don't see no kid go through that same shit but when they 12 and under they can't take the vaccine it's just like what do you do and then on top of that like you open up schools again for children but they're not vaccinated so Like, make it make sense. It's just all over the place for me, and I don't like that. It's it's really, like, all over the place. It's, like, discombobulated. And it's, like, no one's using their common sense, like, hmm, since the kids can't take the vaccine, we're opening up schools. And we're just going to bring all the little children back in there. And then you're going to get the family sick. And then we're all back to square on like we was in the beginning of last year. And that's the what we don't want. We want to go forward with this, like not go backwards and repeat ourselves. And since you had since you said you had gotten your vaccine, how or vaccinated by that to say, how was that experience for you? When I first took my first dose, I felt no pain. Everything was fine. When I took my second dose, my second shot in my arm, bitch. I was sore. My left arm was sore. I, I they told me if I had a little fever, I had to take. I, I could take ibuprofen. The nurses like gave me a heads up, which I love. The nurses at my job, they are so amazing. They gave me a heads up, and they said, "Be warned, your arm's gonna get sore." Like it happened. It was a little sore, but not too crazy. And then, since I don't take shots like that, and I'm scared of needles. When I was, I think when I was helping my mom out, when I t- first took my first dose, I was like, oh shit, I feel weird. Like, I felt like a, just a little bitty, dis- I took the Pfizer vaccine, oh, okay, cool. which, which was good. From, from what they say, air quotes, um, that's the best version of it, so, and that's the one that's FDA approved. Yeah, that's the one that's FDA approved. Pfizer is FDA approved. I, I don't really trust too many companies, but I, Pfizer has been but as I can say my opinion for I have to eat for the shoots. No worry, but long story short, I felt a little, I was helping my mom move a chair or something. And my mommy's like, Ray, you okay? I was like, I feel weird. This damn vaccine shit, that, that's a weird a little effect. It's just, I started getting sleepy. Yeah, because when I took my flu shot, when I got landed the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you told me you took that. Oh, so I don't want to get too what was Okay, so if you can finish your experience with mm-hmm. the vaccine, let me tell you. Compare the two, if you don't mind. Yes, of course. Like with the first, with the Pfizer, I was fine, but then when I was picking it up, I felt a little dizzy, just a little bit dizzy. But I took my time and I drank my what I took my little medicine or whatever, and I just pretty much laid down and I was like, I took a long nap. So basically, and then when I took um, my second dose. Like I mentioned, it was really, my arm was sore. No fever, no nothing. Thank God. Because I heard other people gotten fevers and shit after their second dose. So I was like, okay, I'm good. I took my multivitamin. But that's on that kind of saved my ass because. Hey, from what I know, you mm-hmm. usually do take uh, very good care of your body generally. The elderberry, the sea moss, you're really, really good with stuff like that. I mean, Sure, I love sea moss and the elderberry. I got the elderberry flavor. I'm about to think. Speaking of that, I gotta order some damn more. But um, yes, if I hey, long story short, I don't like a lot of pills. I hate it. I hate needles. 
take some damn sea moss. It is good for your system. It is good for your belly. It is good for your whole life, internal health. Yes, you you gonna feel amazing. Don't take y'all take my word for it. But comparing now that to now the flu vaccine, you know, the flu shot that I took. When I took my first like the one shot dose, mm-hmm. The damn bugs in the central of happiness. But um Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. As you know, we're all outside here and these we just had a good little lunch, but comparing to the um the flu vaccine, well flu shot, I just had one shot. When I got home, after they gave me my shot, I was fine for a few minutes. On the way home, I got in that house. For the flu shot? Uh-huh. Bitch, I sat down. I said, Well, wait a minute. Why am I getting kind of damn sleepy now? I never took in a flu shot in my life. I've always I've been healthy like a motherfucker in my life. Yes, in my life. I keep a real ass in my life. That bitch, that motherfucking shot said, that shot said, dink. I said, ooh, bad. Here we go. Laid the fuck down. I was knocked out like a light. My mother said, you Okay. I said, bitch, I never took a flu shot in my damn life. I knocked out like a damn panda bear. Like someone got me, like I got a damn tranquilizer in my ass. Yo, she bust out, my, my mom bust out laughing. She said that damn flu shot. I said, say, I don't like that shit. But I had no choice until I was going to get hired. So I was in the clear to get, um, start working where I'm at now. But now I want to hear your honest opinion, boo-boo, because... After hearing from me, well, it's it's not necessarily about my honest opinion. I mean, I think I'm going to speak for the general general public who unvaccinated because I, I don't want to sit here and exploit my health status. I'm going to leave that up to you guys to decide whether I'm vaccinated or not. I'm not going to sit out here and write out what I tell you, but I will express some of the concerns I read on Facebook. So, like, okay, starting with a friend of mine. Now she had posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to take it verbatim because I don't want people to start going through my friends list and trying to figure out who I'm talking about. But, and she and I share the same sentiments. It's kind of hard to look at the way the government is operating now without precaution because of their systemic past. And I say all of that to say, from what I know, from what the same people are expressing on Facebook, social media in general, because this is where we're getting a lot of our collective ideas and thought processes from, because it's kind of hard to get together and express these things because of COVID. We all feel that one, we shouldn't be shamed for questioning whether you're vaccinated or not, because there remains a lot of questions on the vaccinated side as well. Like I have plenty of people who I work with, who I live with, who, who, who I'm around, that are all vaccinated because of our jobs, it's just, we still question. Like, okay, so we, we, we do what we have to do because of our livelihoods. However, mm-hmm. the question remains, and going back into this history's, this, the country's history of operation, it thrives off of slavery. Mm-hmm. And I personally feel like we've come to a, a point, well, not not completely, but to a point where a majority of us have moved past slavery, where we don't feel like 
it's an issue to have with somebody because of their the color of their skin. Now, some people still in this country do. I'm not going to negate that. But I feel like as a unit, and it kind of showed proof with the whole George Floyd situation, with his passing and everybody watching that publicly for riots to go around the world asking for justice for this black man in a country where we know race is its roots. It's not uncommon for a specific diaspora of, of people to one question. And then the fact that these questions are not just coming from a specific race group means that there's questions all across the board. There's nothing wrong with questioning things you do not know. The research behind the vaccine in general is a little bit questionable because of how fast it was procured or manufactured, that's a better word. And there is always going to be questions behind it because as long as the, the brand name Viagra has been around, Hell yeah. we know what it works for, we know what it does. Does it work for every male? No, it does not. There is no medicine that works 100% for everybody. And then where there is a designer brand name of medicine, there is a generic. There is no other alternative other than the three different versions that we got. But you guys are all working off of the same spliced information. Mm-hmm. And then the other question that comes into play with without there being any race connotation to it is the health research behind it. Eight months is not enough time for medicine to work and for you to be proving it on human species. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, there were clinical trials because I actually signed up for one. Did I go through with it? No, I did not because I'm not going to get paid $14 for you to experiment on my body. Like, like I'm just not going to do that. That's just me. For other people, I'm glad you guys did do it because it did, you know, it did create research thus far. However, I just personally wouldn't do it, which is what leads me into why a lot of people remain on the fence about being unvaccinated. And I feel like... I don't want to make this too long either, but I feel like a lot of the concerns are stemming from it being forced upon us. Going back to my original thought about the slavery, I feel like a lot of people don't see it as slavery because it's not attached to the color of somebody's skin anymore. It's attached to what's underneath it. And there's been two personal experiences that I've had with people who do have vaccination cards where we're in restaurants or we're in gym facilities where they're asking for these verifications, but they're not doing their due diligence on actually verifying, which then leads into question, okay, well, you're asking everybody to get vaccinated because it's going to help slow the curve of the virus, but there's no real way to check whether people are actually vaccinated or not because the cards that most people get, they cannot be laminated, they cannot be wrapped in plastic, and the actual cards that you get, they're not like, like, they're not like debit cards with like real substance on their paper. It's very easy to manipulate. Very easy. It, it's, it, it leaves room for question. And I feel like the shaming of the question, specifically with the president's latest remarks, oh, well, we're growing, our patience is growing thin with the unvaccinated. Like it, the threats on removing our livelihood, like you were saying earlier, you can't work unless you're vaccinated. But we know, and we personally know people who died who were vaccinated. Like, and they still got, yeah, they still got sick. And died of it. So it's like, a, you know, we, and I get the trying to say that, oh, well, the vaccine itself is because it's a messenger. Re- okay, now I want to get into, I'm not a doctor, so but I want to get into the specs of the vaccine. 
this is the only human vaccine that we know where you're not getting a dose of the actual viral variant injected into your system because it's the usual way vaccines work. You get a, a micro dosage of the virus so that your body knows how to read it mm-hmm. and knows how to defend your body against it. Yes. Now, the COVID vaccination in general is just a messenger. It's an MR, what is it? the mRNA. This is just a reader. So what it's supposed to do is allow your body to register foreign entities, whether it be specifically COVID, the Delta variant, which is confusing going back to the question in part because how are you how is this gonna how is this vaccine gonna register something that spliced and mutated before this vaccine was even finished? Mm-hmm. See me see me after this vaccine was finished. So after the COVID vaccine was already produced back in January, we got hit with Delta in April. Yeah. How is your vaccine going to read something that it wasn't prepped for? So you mean this vaccine mutates within my system as well? It just leaves a lot of room for question that are valid. And I feel like it's just going unheard because people are looking at it as, oh, we're just resisting just because we want to be belligerent or we want to be ignorant. No, no we, we have valid questions because if it's a quote unquote messenger reader, our bodies are programmed to do that. In general, whenever you get, catch a common cold, it's the reason you catch a fever. Your body is going to heat up to dispel and to burn off whatever bacteria is lying within your system, whether it knows what it is or not. Same thing with a common cold, same thing with pneumonia, same thing with a- any type of infection, specifically a respiratory infection. Mm-hmm. And I get that the coronavirus has spliced and mutated, which is why now the version of it that we're facing now, because this virus has been around since the 50s. The coronavirus 19, the variant that we're dealing with now, and now the new Delta variant that's mutated again, what we're dealing with, this is all foreign shit accordingly, right? Mm -hmm. But our bodies are just like computers. They are able to register and receive and know how to defend, even if it's something that is foreign. We live in a world, not to get too heavy into spirituality, because that's another conversation, but we live in a world of casualty where there's a cause and effect to anything. If it's a natural born virus or disease, there would be a natural born cure or or, or antidote for it. For this is a man-made splice virus <laughs> from what I feel like. This is not facts. This is just what I feel like. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you guys are forcing medicine when we know you guys take 10 to 20 to 50, 50 years researching something before you bring it to market you bought something to market eight months i get the whole oh it's been a dire situation and we we need to come to a conclusion now the mandate leaves room for question because people are still getting sick and are still dying with this vaccine i know of personally four cases now yes that is a small number but speaking of numbers i'm I'm sorry this is so long-winded and i keep talking in circles but I, i swear i have a point Going back to the numbers thing, annually and globally, 60 million people die per year. These are the statistics. This is not even my opinion at this point. Globally, you could do this research yourself. Globally, 60 million people die annually. As of December 2019 to September 10th, 2021, there have been 5 million cases around the world, globally. There have been 5 million cases of deaths from COVID-19 from the start of it till today. That is less than 2.6% of the global annual death rate. And as far as there being, what, 7 billion people on the world and only 5 million people, that is less than 1% of the population gone. 
And that's not even counting the undocumented people because we've all seen those little sad-ass commercials about the helpless children in South Africa who need sponsoring and all of this. They can't even afford a loaf of bread. You mean to tell me they got birth certificates? Okay, so yeah, okay. There's plenty of undocumented people in this world, not even counting them. So without counting them, if we, the ones that can be counted for, if it's less than 1%, this can't be as quote-unquote viral as y'all making it seem. Like the numbers is there, the statistics is there. You got to do your own research, whether you feel what you feel or not, whether you vaccinated or not. And the fact that a lot of these questions are coming from actual vaccinated people means that there is some some truth to be shed on this. Like it's nothing wrong with people having questions. Now, I'm not going to ever negate the fact that there is something going around. I do feel like there is something going around. I just think that it's a little bit unmoral. And this is my opinion now. This is a little bit unmoral to mandate something that is not an actual cure. And the only reason I say this is because, like Ray was saying earlier, there are some people who cannot take this vaccine. If your immune system was already compromised, like I, I, I know somebody who has lupus. They cannot take this vaccine. I know somebody else who's in stage three of cancer. They cannot take this vaccine. I know somebody else who is severely allergic to I want to I want to edit this in to um, to the notes because I do not know how to pronounce this word and I know I'm gonna embarrass the shit out of myself, <laughs> but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try for you guys. It's called. Okay, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Over y'all, she's Hold on. looking it up now and listen what she's saying, y'all. She's speaking fast and then she's speaking her own opinion. Because, honey, you also heard it from me. There's some people that still cannot take it the vaccine. How, pa, oh, <laughs> 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 I can't, you know what? When Ray posts this, 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 um, episode, I'm just gonna have it written out underneath the Instagram caption because polyethylene whatever the hell i don't know how to pronounce that i'm not a doctor so we're not even gonna try that but just know that there are some people who are allergic to certain ingredients in the medicine or within the vaccine itself we cannot take it and then along with the mandate within new york johnson and johnson vaccine has been recalled for our state and it is not on the list of approved vaccinations so those who have taken the Johnson & Johnson vaccination cannot take another dose of the vaccination for whatever reason. That's that's still unclear to me, which is another reason for questioning. But you cannot mix, you cannot like take one shot of Pfizer and then go take a second dose of Moderna. You cannot do that. So if you've already taken the Johnson & Johnson, you're like kind of SOL right now. Along with, along with the uh, people who have compromised immune systems, like some people who have I don't want to, you know, like, you know, be harsh, but like some people do have ailments and it's, it's kind of, it's, I don't want to use the word inhumane because I, I understand the concept of herd immunity, but I don't want to turn a blind eye to those who, even if they wanted to get vaccinated, their immune system will just not let, they will die. As a person who is severely allergic to a lot of medications myself, but I'm a complete herbalist. Like any, any, I, I do not get sick, and I don't want to say it like that because I don't want to jinx myself. But I do not get sick. I have not had a cold since 2007. 
when I was diagnosed with pneumonia. And that's how I found out I was allergic to penicillin. Uh, I do not play with my health. And as much as I travel and as much as I'm out and about during this pandemic, I'm, I'm very cautious. I also self-test and also go get tested whenever I fly in and out. And the fact that offering a negative test result is not enough anymore either because quote unquote, and according to CDC on their website, there's not enough time to verify a negative COVID test result, but there's time to verify 8 million people's vaccination cards in New York City. There's time for that though, but not the negative test result from an actual hospital with the seal and everything posed for another room of question. So it's just a lot of reasons as to why some people think that this is just all a rouse or ruse for money. This is a new form of slavery, the rich versus the poor, because we all know this is a pocket game and I'm not going to call out any restaurants. But guys are not doing your dil- due gil- diligence. Can't even fucking speak. You're, that's what I get for snitching. <laughs> you cannot do your due diligence when you're concerned about pockets when you're letting unvaccinated people into restaurants and that is with the cops there. And that is on period, bitch. That is on period. Oh my motherfucking god, she's fucking true. I told you guys this would be a long one. But she I know I went all around the world, but I, I was, it's, it's fine because I, I, was, I was safe of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I went all around the world with this topic because COVID is just, it's, it's one of those where it's a, what does my dad say? It's a dessert. It's a dinner and dessert conversation. Show it's with, a long uh, one. With a hint of wine behind that business. But I just wanted to share my, um, my collective opinions from those on Facebook, those on Instagram, those on TikTok, those on YouTube. This is what a community of people who don't even live in New York, ironically enough. Like that, that is a funny part. Like a lot of these conversations are stemming from people who no longer even live in New York, but their voice and then they're they're vaccinated too. They are still voicing their opinions, which is what causes a lot of concern for those who are unvaccinated. I don't want to make this any more longer than it is. I just want to wrap this up with saying I feel like we should all be able to move with discernment for ourselves and what we feel is going to be best for our health. And in the meantime, while doing so and thinking about our best interests when we do actually go out in the public, when we have to interact with other people, is to, you know, abide by the rules for the time being because... Wasn't that amazing or what? Hearing Ashley speak her honest opinions on here about the COVID-19 vaccine. And I hope it gives you some clarity. Like she says, I want you guys to really do your research and really, really go with your, like, you always use your common sense. Always go with your gut feeling. Always listen to your gut because your intuition will never, ever do you wrong. And also... While we're in the middle of this wonderful episode, I want you guys to all my Spotify listeners, I want you to really look at the question. There's a question I posted when I post the episode up on um, Buddha Bear Talks, a podcast. I want you to really sincerely answer in your own honest way. How do you feel about the COVID-19 vaccine being mandated in New York City or in any other state that has been forced? How do you honestly feel about it? I want to hear your honest opinions. This is my chance to really interact with you all because you guys have been nothing but amazing and supportive through this whole wonderful adventure that we're on um coming up next we also have an interview with my homegirl 
whacking princess, dancer, and extraordinary, and teach, teacher, uh, teaching, <laughs> teaching extraordinaire, Coco Motion. And see, that's what happens when you get tongue twisted in this. <laughs> Check this interview out. You wouldn't be disappointed. And also, there's a surprise guest along with Coco. Go ahead, time to listen to the convos. Yo. Yo, yo. What's yo, going? yo. <laughs> no, I, we could just sit right here. Sorry, Ray Ray. It's all good. It's all good. How are you? I was trying to find a comfortable spot to sit down in, but I think I found one behind this parking lot. No worries. I'm doing good. I just, I freshened up and I feel amazing. I just like, I can't wait to chat it up with you. Oh my gosh. Period. I'm sorry if the wind starts blowing. I'm walking around again. It's all good. You might get a lot of feedback. My apologies in advance. It's all good to all my wonderful listeners, the amazing, talented, extraordinaire, whacking princess herself, Coco Motion. Period. I already know this girl's an amazing dancer, talented ass dancer. She's a teacher. She gives so much amazing wisdom and encouragement. Even gave me some wonderful encouragement and She's always so unique in her own soul, so that's how I learned her uniqueness from her, so I could make my own. Ew. Ew. So, yes, girl, I'm glad you hopped them on this, because we was having a, um, I was telling my listeners about the COVID-19 vaccine, how people are really feeling about it, and mm-hmm. how some, like, how I was mentioning you earlier, um, mm-hmm. about what my job, how they're now mandating it, because before... <laughs> I took the vaccine before I got mandated, but other right. people were like still iffy about it, which I don't blame them. And they don't want to put nothing inside their bodies because some people be like health restricted and also all that sorts of shit. And then on top of that, since everything got mandated in New York, people are losing their jobs. Facts. That's a fact. They're losing their jobs. They're losing their livelihoods. They're like, oh my God, for all the work that they've done during the pandemic. That's that, a fact. That's the things they get. So I want to like really hear your input. Or oh, in your own opinion, on your own words, how do you feel about the mandate? And how- um, well, I think I, I think I think it's messy. <laughs> I think it's messy because, um, you know, I was telling you in our conversation how, um, you know, I work at a high school and technically Mm -hmm. if you're in high school, you're above the age of 12. And the CDC says that above the age of 12, you should and can get vaccinated. Now, I'm just confused as to why the teachers and the staff are mandated by the government to get the vaccine, but the kids who are above the age of 12 are walking around unvaccinated. And if you think Mm -hmm. about it, there's more students in the building than there are staff employed in the building. So even though, and and then they'll say stupid shit like, um, oh, if you're vaccinated and you you don't have to test for COVID, so then now you don't know if you have it or not. 
Mm-hmm. Because you're not testing. Because they say if you're vaccinated, you don't have to. But guess who else is not getting tested? The motherfucking kids who ain't got the vaccine. So and, and nobody is testing these things. No one is 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 keeping a watch on the numbers. It's just a free for all, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I feel like the Rona is running rampant in the school building. I think that the people with high immune systems are fine, probably. And if you're vaccinated, but again, nobody is testing these kids. And I only know because I asked them personally, like, hey, do you guys test yourself regularly? Are you vaccinated? Blah, 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 blah. And everyone is like, nope, 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 nope. Wow. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, it's a complete shit show because, yeah, it's like they, they want to pretend as if it doesn't exist to me. You know, just get back to work, get back with the economy, blah, 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 blah. Then on the flip side, you have people like some staff at my job, they um, they have been absent for a while because they don't want to get the vaccine. So they mm-hmm. are on the brink of either quitting or I don't know if they can get fired for not getting it, you know. But um, yeah, there's certain people like staff and teachers who are like, nah, fuck that. I'm not getting the vaccine. Y'all could do whatever y'all need to do with this job. I'm still not getting it. So you know mm-hmm. maybe they'll find a school or a position where they don't need the vaccine and they can still work you know what i'm saying yeah right but but people are using you know people are like nah i don't want to get it so i'm not getting it fuck this job i could go apply somewhere else and they're not like you know they're not lying that's the truth too <laughs> you it's can't find fact. another job that's not right so you know i guess it just depends on like you know like you said like how how people feel about what they put in their body and da 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 x y and z but I think I think it's a shit show. It it really is. I totally agree with you. Cause in my feelings, I was just like, it's this shouldn't even be forced. It should even be enforced because well, I also found out the military ain't getting vaccinated and they ain't mandated till next year. So I'm sitting here like and then remind you, some of the hospital staff that where I work at in the hospital, as you know, some of them got like final written up warnings. Some of them oh, so they're giving you like strikeout system. Mm-hmm. Like this is your first time, this is your second time, and if you don't get it by this date, then you out type of thing. Exactly, getting replaced, Copy. getting replaced, Copy. which is which is fucked up because you. I've met some incredible fucking people, some amazing ass people. Right. Even that, even if they're not front the front line workers, they're people in the hospital that's behind the scenes, like myself. Like right. I feed the patients and this building attendants that help get the patients where they need to go. And it's like they're getting hit with this bullshit. And I'm sitting here like, oh, we're entering slavery 2021, aren't we? Like that part. And it's like, I'm not even shocked about it because I think the government is like a shit. It is a shit show, like you were saying. And the crazy the- thing is, um, I was talking to my homegirl and she lives in Italy. Uh-huh. And basically, she was telling me that she can't get to America because the vaccine that they have in, in Italy is the UK vaccine. And because America didn't manufacture that vaccine, they don't acknowledge it. So now she can't get over here because, yes, child, it's a whole big thing. 
so this is why I love talking to other people in other countries because you get to find out their tea. Because basically, yes. I didn't know any of that stuff. And she, it has a, it has a different name. It's not Johnson and Johnson. It's not Moderna. It's not Pfizer. It's called something completely different. And mm-hmm. Greece has a different vaccine also, and somebody else has a different vaccine. But the, uh, but countries are like not recognizing them. So they'll say shit like the borders are open. The borders are open. And then when you're about to leave, right, you have your ticket and everything. They're like, let me see your vaccine. And then they're like, oh, nah, America doesn't approve that vaccine. <laughs> wow. Up, yo. So now she can't get back over here because the way that the doses go, it's like a third, first dose, second dose, third dose type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're only giving the third dose to people with HIV. So wow. So rise. So otherwise, if you don't have that disease, you cannot get, it's not offered to you. And they had a different vaccine, but they discontinued that one because too many people were getting sick. This is in Italy. That's their tea. So it's really about, like, you know, who, like, of course, America is going to push the vaccine because they bought it. Mm -hmm. You know, they they spend their money in it already. So they're going to make you use it. That's why they're like, oh, we're. We're giving incentives now, $100 to get the vaccine. You saw that shit? Or get shit? free Metro like, cards. Right, word. Get a free Metro card to get a vaccine. Like, nigga, you got to give incentives for this shit. Because they already know, like, they ain't living right. But this is the government. They ain't never living right. <laughs> Facts. They ain't they, never living right. The government never gave a fuck about its own people. It's supposed to be for the people, by that the people. Part. But it ain't, we all know in this platform, it ain't like that. <laughs> that part. I was like, I was like, me, I mean, I don't know. I got vaccinated because a, at, at that time, my mother was like, oh, you know, um, well, okay, lies. What happened was she had got it first. That's what happened. She got it first because my mother is a senior citizen and she was like, I ain't playing that shit, da-da-da-da-da, I'm gonna go get mine first. Now, after she got hers, other people that I knew, like my coworkers and stuff like that, they started getting theirs. So I'm not holding you up. I was looking at them like the test dummies. Like, all right, we gonna see how y'all handle it, how y'all work out, da-da-da-da-da. They were uh-huh. fine. So then, after a while, I had gotten um, a COVID scare from somebody that I was around um, you know, dance wise, and uh-huh. they was like, yo, and this was before a lot of people started getting the vaccine. So they was like, oh, they was like, oh, um, you know, um, I, I tested positive. Everybody should go get tested. Da 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 da. After I had that that scare, I was like, oh hell nah. Maybe oh the vaccine, wow. Right. Maybe the vaccine will prevent. You know what I'm saying? Will prevent the spread of the of the Rona. So that's why I had agreed to 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 to, to initially get the vaccine. Um, then I found out like, you know, the shit with the jobs and, you know, you couldn't get dance jobs and things like that if you didn't get vaccinated. So I've been in my bag because there's a lot of dancers that's not vaccinated. So they yes, child, a whole lot of dancers not getting vaccinated because they, they all like, you know, we don't trust it. We don't know what's in it. X, Y, and Z. Um, so they're, they're withholding their vaccine. So I've been, I've been in my bag because you can't get the job because you're not vaccinated. So I'm going to apply for all these jobs. Because I'm in my bag right now. Because they don't, you know what I'm saying? Because they, cause they're not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Wow. It's really a thing of like the haves and the have-nots that's creating. Those who yeah. have this have opportunities and those who don't are limited in their resources. And that's their, really and their talents. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, precisely. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, that is <laughs> damn. That is interesting. I right? did not know that. Yeah, me either. I mean, the thing about Italy, I didn't know that until yesterday when I was talking to my homegirl. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be coming out here, but it's a whole big thing because of this situation, you know. And even Italy, they won't even let people from Europe come to, to the states because because of, of a different manufacture of the vaccine. That's stupid. But as long as you, I thought it it, as long stupid. as you were vaccinated, you were fine. Yeah, it is stupid. But you know, it, people have their own. You know, it's their country, so they can make up their own rules. That's how they be doing shit. Mm-hmm. That's how it is over here, and it's it's very funny, like similar, like not similar to what you went through, but me. I the reason why I went and got my vaccine because, like I told you, my mom and my sister. I didn't know my mom and my sister got it first, and when I was at work, my boss was like, "Hey, you gonna get your vaccine?" This is before they mandated it and everything, and I was just like, and I was still iffy with it, but I said, "You know what? Let me just do it and get it over with." But so I went like the month of June. I went and got that shit, did my first dose. I was fine. Second dose, I got sleepy and my arm got sore. But other than that, I was okay. Right. So it's like, right. it's like you were saying, like my immune system is different from everybody else's. And, this, and then me and my friend Ashley was talking about it how she can't, like, because she's allergic to some of the things, whatever they put in the vaccine. People are health restricted. So I was just like, don't these people think of people that are health restricted? They can't get the vaccine. It's like they don't use their common sense, but it's so busy forcing it. You're right. Because they want to waste all this, all that money. And now they're saying that the government run out of money. I said, I don't believe in <laughs> They're lying. They lying as fuck. They are lying. They got the coin. They got the coin. They just don't want to. They don't want to tell the truth. Yeah, you spending money on other countries and shit, but you can't take care of your own peoples. You. But that's you why universal no health care should be should be a thing. It should be because, in my opinion, people don't got it like that, and I'm just people like I'm less than fortunate. I've been like you said, I've been in my bag too. I that's- just I just been focused with my job, and I just came out from vacation, and nice. when I. And when I came, went to Vegas, they update, they make sure we wore our mask and stuff. But we're in the desert and shit. I was like, I had me a good old time. I was like, I had so much fun. I went good to for other, you. I went to other places I've never been. I went to fucking Southern California for a fucking hot spring. But that's another conversation, girl. I had to, I had to catch up on everything. I, I gotta hear about yeah facts. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold up now. I think I need to hear about that one. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I need was like, to hear about that one. Cause I was like, I wish you would have came. I was like, damn, I want Coco to come with me. I said, but I know she's busy getting her bag together. I was like, nah, let me wait till we in get the bag, in, in the whole bag. Okay. Let's so go. you see, audience, see my booty bear audiences, like even dancers, like my homegirl Coco herself, saying, hey, some of the dancers didn't even get their vaccine and they're limited now because they don't trust it. Well, I don't, I'm also curious to know how long this whole thing is gonna last. You know, like, like I'm interested in seeing, like, like, like when is the vaccine not gonna be a thing anymore? You know, because it's always fucking something. You know, like first, first is this, then it's that, then it's that, now it's this. So how, like, how long is this going to go on, like, forever? Are they gonna make the 
vaccine mandate like a big thing forever or is this going to be like only a 2021 thing and then in 2022 it's like oh yeah enough people got it what do you call it herd immunity enough people enough people got vaccinated so now we have herd immunity and then they'll leave the unvaccinated people alone is that how this is going to work I'm, i know i'm asking like not to have an answer because nobody knows but i'm just saying like when is this hypothetically going to end with the vaccine you have to get it if you blah 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 blah, blah da, 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 you know yeah i i, I wanted to ask the same question too because i'm curious myself because because i have had that whole situation like back in the day about sars and shit and, and all the other diseases and it just went away oh right speaking of that motherfucker so then <laughs> then they was like um then they the cdc was like um um, cause you know, all, like, like, you know, like to go to school and all that stuff, you have vaccines, you know what I'm saying? Like you have vaccines to go to school. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is like, is it going to be like that? Like, okay. Like, like smallpox was back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Then they got mm-hmm. the vaccine for that. And now, and now it's, it's a wrap. Then I think it was SARS. You had just said that was a big thing back, like not back in the day, like a few years ago, whatever, a whatever. Few years ago. Right. Then they got rid of that. Then. But 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 now the shit that's fucking me up with the coronavirus is because now they're talking about these motherfucking boosters. Ain't nobody had a booster shot for no other vaccines, right? Yeah, that's what I was Why saying. Why get a booster too. shot for this one? How long is this shit effective for? A nigga need to know. Because I'm yeah. hearing I'm, for the people that took the, the COVID shot, like the vaccine, it was going to last for like six to eight months. And I think after your six to eight months and you got to take the booster shot. But then I'm getting mixed information about they're going to facts. Get- Everybody is because they don't know. They change. They the don't know every either. Day. Every day the rules change. <laughs> Who been paying attention to that? That the rules change every day. Yo, I start peep. I start paying very close attention. I was like, why? Did I people- said, whoa, wait a minute. This don't even add up. Some don't sound right. Last week they said da 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 da. This week they doing blah 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 blah. It's something different. Like it's like changing underwear. Like they having sex with a different person. But ooh, 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 that part, that whole entire part, like just, and that's the scary shit. The scary shit is that they don't know. And I bet you, like, if, like with 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 the Spanish flu and all of this shit, they didn't know mm-hmm. then either. You know, they had to mm-hmm. run these tests on some, you know, on some indigenous folks. Okay, they had to test them yep. up, get them vaccinated, see if it worked, yada yada yada, and then and then they proceeded. But I'm sure back in the day they didn't know like okay well do we need to get a booster shot or how long is this gonna last like i don't know how this shit dies out like when is the coronavirus gonna die that's i was just praying i was chanting and praying making sure this shit go the fuck away because this is ridiculous so we just get back but i know we'll never get back to normal like get back to some type of normal they trying to make it normal already my nigga the schools is open it don't get no more normal than that <laughs> well, that part the right there, you're right. Is open, my guy. It's, don't get no more normal than that. Okay. All, all the children are back in school. You're right about that. All the children back in school. They're wearing yeah. the masks and stuff. But it felt kind of refreshing to see the kids going back to school again. Because I was like, okay, now we are getting normalcy a little, somewhat. A little something, something, but not enough. <laughs> I'm like they need to put that shit on because it's really not safe. Like that's the thing. Like it's not safe because he like like I'm saying nobody is tracking this shit. 
really not. And they should really start tracking it because it'll make life a bit easier. And they'll see, like, okay, now we got a whole of it. And it's like I was saying the last couple of don't give a fuck. Wait, hold on a second. Alexis here. He said he, he, he has said something. Okie dokie. I actually had two questions for you, Ray. Since you're working in a hospital and you are providing people, you know, with services there, who are the majority of people that you are seeing in the hospitals now? And are the majority of people that are in there, in fact, unvaccinated? And what percentage is vaccinated of whom you happen to come across on a daily basis? Okay, for that first question, for what I've seen at work, it's some of some of my my brothers and sisters, some of my amazing some of my Hispanic fans are in there. That's so far that's what I see. And the ones I haven't heard anything about the ones that have been unvaccinated. But mm-hmm. I have also heard that it's been a little bit of short depth in some of the departments that I will tell you. Could you give me rough percentages on which is which and what um, you're seeing versus what you're hearing? Um I guess about like Fifty percent of the people are back that, that are vaccinated, like myself, and the other percentage is probably about like thirty percent, thirty, thirty-five. Are you who are being treated, or are you talking about in, um, or, oh, or in your the, workforce? Um, the, for the people that are working. I'm giving that percentage for that, but for the patients that are working that got vaccinated, that got that caught the COVID, um, I can't give a rough percentage of it because I've known that it got bad the last time I went like three, four weeks ago before I went on vacation. And then by the time I came back, I heard from my coworkers that it shrunk, like patients are getting discharged. So because the floor that um, KP12, the floor that I was working, that's the COVID floor in the hospital I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically from the south side of the rooms that the patients are admitted in, it shrunk that it was like from to 10 people. It was from 20 people to 10 people now. You're talking about your specific workforce where you're working with the COVID ward? Yeah. Copy. Yeah, from yeah, from my work for where I, the vicinity where I work at. All right. So I heard you say fifty percent. Was that in terms of the people who are being treated? Yes. So you're saying it's right down the middle, half and half. Half and half. Yeah, right down the middle. From what, from that standpoint. Right. And because you've been working there for some months, do you have any understanding? Any clue as to what the fatalities and what the breakdowns are on that? No, not at that given moment right now. Because I, from what I heard, Lex, it in the beginning, I've never seen so many dead bed, dead bodies in my life passing me by because it was bad at first. Right, and, and then, at first, what months were you talking about? How long um, ago? from the month of from February through like May. March and May of this year, not February of last year. Yeah, of this year. So February through May, you were still seeing many dead. Yes. But you have no way of knowing who the breakdown.
breakdown was or what they had or didn't have in terms of vaccinations. Exactly. Fact. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right, Lex. Because I heard also my um, um, from you and from my mama's friend who works in the hospital. She works in maternity. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that they have like they have like the the the, the maternity floor separated, like the unvaccinated mothers are on, on this side and the vaccinated parents mothers are on the other side. Mm. Absolutely, right. and that even though the father like like even though if you have a vaccine you still cannot come, like oh. you cannot like so the fathers and all that stuff they still cannot come to the you know. To the maternity ward, all that stuff. Oh wow! Yes, yeah, I think that's completely important to make sure that that you protect those who are the most able to contract and have the highest rate of fatality from the disease. That means for young people. That means for old people. Mm-hmm. In between, age-wise, but who have uh, compromising uh, pre-existing conditions. Um, my whole issue with how a lot of people in our community treating getting vaccinated it's completely like they'll cite Tuskegee or they'll cite other instances of the government doing wrong and that's real but what a lot of people don't realize is that with Tuskegee in particular the sin that the U.S. committed was specifically not providing the medical service that they knew Mm -hmm. the disease they simply allowed the disease to continue to go untreated So now we have a diametrically opposed situation where the treatment is available and widely being promulgated and being promoted even because we're nowhere near herd immunity. I think we're stuck at somewhere around 60% or 70% of the U.S. population, maybe less. Mm -hmm. That's not enough to keep safe. Like the whole reason that, you know, vaccines such as uh, polio that Jonas saw uh, was the inventor of and provider of the reason they work is because of the wide distribution of them. The reason that you and I don't have to worry about measles is because that's something that other previous epidemiologists developed and distributed so that these diseases aren't able... It's not that the diseases are not as effective. Uh, it's actually exactly that's not. It's that they're less effective because we are prepared. Like, I look at... I look at these vaccines as bulletproof vests. It doesn't mean you can't get shot. It just means you have a higher probability of surviving it than you should get hit. So mm-hmm. people with the vaccine still can contract COVID, still right. can be asymptomatic carriers, still can know, still can have the virus and not be aware of it, still can uh, be feeling completely great and still infect others. So mm-hmm. these are all things to be aware of. Right, but that's problematic if nobody is tested. It's not just problematic if nobody is testing. It's problematic if nobody is actually getting, uh, actually getting their, getting the shot. Because what you're saying is, I don't know if I have it, but I'm risking. The, the funny thing to me is that people who will absolutely not get the shot will be the first ones to go once they find out that they do have a positive test. Which lies their distrust of the government. You're saying, I'm cool keeping myself unprotected because I don't trust this vaccine. But if I catch this disease, the first place I'm going to go is the vaccine. That's asinine logic. Either you're going to do something before something happens, or you will do nothing, and then something will happen. And the hype is the process of things 
Yes, that's right. All right. So if we're only five months removed from you, uh, you know, a new healthcare system worker seeing more bodies than you'll ever have in your lifetime, like we're still very likely in a danger zone. And it's not that this disease has not gone anywhere. It's that this disease has taken out those who are most vulnerable. And the disease, as it moves through different bodies and goes through different populations, it changes. That's the whole point of what the Delta variant is doing. Mm -hmm. So I was just, I educate myself. Fortunately, we live in the information age. The computers that we have are more powerful than the most powerful supercomputers even 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. We can go and we can get information and you can double check that information. You don't only have to go through one source. The booster shot is actually the exact same shot in many cases that the first two shots are. Mm-hmm. The whole idea mm-hmm. of it is that you can, it's basically because the amount of what's in your system in terms of the booster shot, it trails off and then you know, your body takes out those foreign substances, but what it keeps are the antibodies that recognize what those substances are so that when they enter the system again, they have a higher sensitivity to them. So you can look at it as a, as a trail, like a spike and then a long trail in terms of the protection it's able to provide another spike and a long trail. So I do not plan on getting a booster shot because I feel I am sufficiently protected and I have no problem uh, saying that I, you know, I took the doctor after they had their initial issues with it. I waited maybe about, I think I got my shot sometime in late June or early July. And Johnson & Johnson was under a lot of uh, scrutiny. scrutiny and a lot of uh, people who were looking into it saying, oh, it doesn't do this or there are too many people getting sick, I decided to get Johnson Johnson specifically because they were under the most scrutiny and they had the most to lose and the most to prove by making sure that their one-shot jab was you know, on point. And I got the shot um, from Johnson Johnson. I didn't want to go back for a second. I just took it one shot, you know, one one done. And uh, like, it's been good for me. Uh, I didn't trust Johnson and Johnson because they didn't do that baby powder shit. Yeah, Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, yeah. nigga, they have been trying to take niggas out. Who uses baby powder most? Everybody uses baby black powder. People. It's baby powder, not just black people. What they were doing was simply not. Uh, black people use a lot of cornstarch too, but the issue mm-hmm. with Johnson and Johnson, the baby powder, was that it had carcinogenic uh, agents that were in some of the baby powders. So those who used it uh, most regularly were also exposing themselves to that. And obviously, many people often put baby powder in and around the genitals or on the chest. So, yeah, obviously that's an issue. Yeah, it's a big issue. Uh Nobody, no major, very few major organizations and particularly major conglomerates whose primary motivation is profit are going to be without having, you know, some dirt on their hands, probably even blood on their hands. That does not mean that every single thing that they do is patently and only bad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because we're literally going through this time and seeing bodies drop, um, I think that they have way more to gain by, by having a product that works and is effective than they do not. And because of the fact that, you know, of course the U.S. has already you know, bought what, what they're selling, the simple fact of the matter is that the less people there are, the less possible customers that they have the opportunity to sell. So what I'm thinking uh, more than uh, just being scared or, or hearing about uh, conspiracy theories or even listening to, you know, proponents like, uh, you know, proponents.
advocates for not taking the vaccine. Uh, people who are like uh, Minister Farrakhan, who I respect on a lot of uh, levels, mm -hmm. but he's definitely saying, you know, don't simply don't trust the government and, and don't get this particular protection. There are definitely more than one way to protect yourself. Right. I do believe that uh, the vaccine is an extremely effective way, and I'm not willing to let other people's fear of what the government is or isn't doing um, keep me from allowing myself to be protected in that way. Because you'll have the same people who are saying, oh, the government's doing this and that, and they're literally, you know, smoking cigarettes and making other, you know, health choices that obviously are negative and patently harmful and deleterious to the effects of any human being's health. Mm -hmm. So we're all weighing these things, but the simple fact of that is with COVID, it's not only about you. It's about the fact that all people everywhere, we are all a network and everything that we do affects more than just us. It's about these millions of ripple effects that go out and then have exponential, you know, exponential effects on the next person or the next or the most vulnerable people. So how is it? Oh, go ahead. And being black people in America, we have a lot of issues that often are pre-existing, whether it has to do with blood pressure or whether it has anything that has to do with, you know, like diabetes or not being in primary health. We have more challenges because, and not in great part, uh, because of our economic uh, issues as well, that doesn't give us, us access to the best health care, which is why I'm definitely on the side of universal health care as well. Because we can spend $20 trillion on a random war in a desert halfway around the world, but even half of that would make a huge impact towards providing health that would have many other positive effects right here in our country. Mm -hmm. So to weigh what we're afraid of and fear is the most dangerous thing. Like COVID's dangerous, but fear will get you killed a lot quicker than, than COVID will. And being uninformed also will. So I'm not willing to take, you know, uninformed people's opinions on, you know, what we should, should be doing. Like I will side with those who literally have made it their entire life's work to know what's happening with these diseases and we were studying it long before COVID-19 came along. My question with the vaccine uh, or, you know, get it back to the whole uh, those who have versus those who have not. Mm -hmm. If you, this is an interesting thing that I was thinking about because, you know, we was talking, we started this whole thing with the job men and the government mandate and all this stuff. Now, I think that this is what's going to happen. If you say, because I have some some people that work in security at my job, and uh -huh. they need to get the they need to get the vaccine, and they haven't been to work because they don't want to get the vaccine. So if they get fired, right, uh -huh. and then because you know the government, they they, they these motherfuckers is tricky. I I don't want my niggas to be like, yo, I'm out of this job, I'm I'm, I'm out of here. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna apply for unemployment. The government might, in my head, hypothetically, the government might turn around and be like, fuck you, we ain't giving you shit because you chose to opt yourself out of employment. You That's, see what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, I, think, and I was reading me? some about that too. Yeah, oh, was you? Yeah, I was. I bet, yo, I bet to tell you. <laughs> I was reading something about that. It was on, I think it was on one of the news, I don't know what newspaper it was, but I was, it popped up on my Google it was yeah. saying that the people that didn't get vaccinated are not getting yeah. are not eligible for unemployment. You see, that's what I, I was. That's you read that too? I didn't read that. I didn't read that, but I'm completely. Yeah, I'm not surprised because life is about choices, and guess what? There are plenty of work options that you have where you don't have to be vaccinated. There's tons of work from home options, particularly now with how active the internet is and Wi-Fi. You can go online right now and do 
10,000 different things that involve you working from home where you can be as unvaccinated as you like. But if you're going to be out and, act, and interacting with people, if you're going to be, particularly in the medical profession, I think it's patently, uh, just patently irresponsible to, un- to understand that we still are in the midst of a pandemic and then cite personal rights and, and freedoms, which you are Liberty, entitled right. to. But having a job and working is not, that's no guarantee. That's not a, that's not a, that's a privilege. That's not a right. And especially when you're in danger um, and working directly with people um, has everything to do with people putting themselves before others and understanding that this is not about I, me alone. This is definitely about we and how we get through a pandemic. This hasn't happened in basically a century, right? Right. Imagine right. people were like, I know everybody got the flu. I had the flu before. I ain't getting no vaccine. They come out with a Spanish flu vaccine. That literally killed some like 10 or 20 population at the time. You can feel how you want to, but does not care. Like the reaper coming. And if you're not prepared, he'll take you. That's and a if fact. you are prepared, shit, he could still take you. But you, it's better to be prepared than not. That's my whole attitude towards it. People who, turn, who decide to turn, and I'm not saying that the vaccine is the only way you should protect, protect yourself. You should have an active exercise regimen. You should be eating healthy. All of these things in concert help to bring down the morbidity rate. Right. All of these things together help to not just protect yourself and your family, but also other people who you don't know at all. Right. Because you can catch it just as easily from someone that you ride next to on the bus as you can someone that you uh, well, obviously, more exposure to people who live here. But the point is, we are all what they call vectors. Like, we could all be a path through which this virus spreads itself. So, the whole idea is to not allow yourself to be or to do things that bring the probability that you will transmit, should you come in contact with this thing, to a very low percentage. And when we all have that mentality, then you see a dip in the numbers. And that's, that's real. So, it's not just, well, I'm just, you know, it's not a political thing. You are absolutely right, Lex. He said that in a whole bag of Skittles. He kept yeah. that shit real. I just yeah, love that. I love so, what so he yeah, talks. You I shouldn't love be it. looking for unemployment when you can go online and work from home. Like, shit, maybe you should have been doing that anyway. You don't want to get vaccinated? Cool. Like, I'm pissed off because the Nets right now, Kyrie don't want to take the bets. And that would be cool if they hadn't already paid him the money. He only going to work half the games. He's going to do home games. Like, that literally cuts the chances <laughs> for the Nets to win the goddamn championship in half. Damn. You're a multimillionaire. Like, it's more than just about you, okay? Like, it, it just He doesn't is. care. He is a multimillionaire. You get yeah, it? He said. No, no, but that's, not, that's my point. He said. Multimillionaires still can infect people, too. Like, look at the whole thing with Trump. Look at this meme. Look at Trump being as Trump as he was and infecting people during the height of the pandemic. At the party, at the party. This motherfucker was at the party spreading that shit, yeah. my nigga. You know? Oh, shit. And the next day he's on Marine One and he's going directly to the hospital that's only for him. Facts. Right. That's a fact. And even if you do, it's only a real dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna go, 
It's only a real dick that's gonna be like, well, my rights allow me to endanger others, and that's my right. You're right, it's your right, but your rights are being used wrong. Particularly if you're cool with other people catching you because of you, you're not willing, willing to do anything as, as small as putting a cloth, you know, covering over your face in case, you know, you can limit the exposure that your particles might have when you're when you're talking to strangers. Like, these are very small things that people make into very big issues. You want to hear another small thing that people make into big issues? I'm going to tell you this. Y'all going to crack up. I'm Jones at the Park Avenue Armory, right? Mm-hmm. Every so every um every thank you every week that we have rehearsals and, and shows and stuff like that, we have to get a rapid COVID test. Okay. I think it's very funny that the production uh people at the armory give a shit about us dancing, that you know, they want to make sure that we're not infected. Mind you, we still have on our masks while we're performing, but they're still taking the the, the measures to go above and beyond the call of duty to make sure that anybody entering the armory to dance that night does not have COVID. I go to work every motherfucking day, Monday through Friday, ain't nobody running no test. <laughs> and I'm with these motherfuckers eight hours a day. They like wow. and die. Not one motherfucking test is ran. Not one swab of the spit. Not one circle up the nose. Not <laughs> nothing. Okay? Wow. Not nothing. Okay? I think it's very funny that the people at the armory are like, yo, y'all are here for a month and we want to make sure that everybody is protected. But you go to work every fucking day and there is not a test given. Well, How that interesting. Are, well, that is funny. Different protocols in different places. It's the school. Money exi- <laughs> I know it's a school. But the point I'm trying to make is not that it's okay that they're not testing. I'm saying that charter schools are different from private schools are different from public schools. Each has controlling when the government, what the government is trying to do is allow people to make the right choice yep. to protect themselves and others. But unless you mandate these things, then people are going to do what they feel most comfortable doing. So in places, perfect example, like during the pandemic when the, uh, the folks who are uh, Orthodox Jews in Brooklyn, they weren't, they, they were using religious grounds to say they're not interested. Oh, in yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. People, as I understand, still do. And they were still holding their, yes, their, and, their and church thing and all that stuff. Yes, in the right. height of the pandemic. Right. Yes. As, as is, they were still gathering. That is their quote-unquote right, but it's not, it's not just them that gets affected. That's the whole point. Right, that's the problem. Unless they're going to put their entire community in a bubble and never go anywhere which literally is not a possibility because we are all interlinked. The point I'm making is that they're only considering themselves and doing that is a fatally selfish flaw. And that's the issue that we're having. So even when people, even when governments do mandate after they give incentives, right? They're trying to incentivize getting the vaccine, not because you know the government gets more money when you take the vaccine. It's because it's their government's responsibility to use its resources to do things that the people can. So it's the government's responsibility to protect America. If, if America gets invaded, best believe the army is coming through because that's their function. If America is, right now we are being invaded. We're being invaded by a pandemic, by a disease that you individually cannot always protect yourself from only. So we're in a public health crisis, keyword public. So you can still take private measures to attempt to reduce your risk but it's public policies and public actions on a grand on a mass scale that are going to determine how fast this thing is conquered. 
So yeah. everyone would stop being so goddamn selfish and think about more than just their own rights, but their responsibility to the people next to them and around them. And I think we would be further along. And yeah, there is a test and trace court in New York City. I was going to listen to the NPR just yesterday. They do have protocols for this. If you feel like your school isn't sufficiently up to par, anyone who feels like that should call a 311 and call in a check. Call in extra testing if that's something that you feel needs to be done more. Because it only changes when we take it. I will. I didn't know that there was something that you could do. Yeah, there's an entire test and trace court that the city has. There's a state department that uh, also the governor, the governor is the head of. So uh, Catherine Macho. She is responsible for making sure that you know, COVID doesn't spread statewide. And then there's a federal level. So that's the CDC and all of its uh, tributaries and connections that I believe uh, Dr. Fauci is the head of the COVID response mm-hmm. on the federal level. But even there, you know, the head of the CDC and it's whoever uh, Dr. Fauci answers to that you know, has the public responsibility for protecting people against these things. That's a fact. Like, this is the kind of problem that we got to work from both ends. You are absolutely right, Lex, because I just love when he keeps it all the way real and keeps, it, and keeps it so sincere and so informative at the same time. That's why I love it. I, I would just like, listen, I'm saying, he's right, though. He's absolutely right. But it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yo, even yes, though, uh, even, even though we're like running low out of time. I thank you guys so so much. Thank for you for joining Bob. in. This was great. Thank you. I love it. It was completely unplanned. I uh, loved it. I was trying to tell her to ask a question, but I ended up jumping in. I love it, like oh, You're more than welcome to jump in. <laughs> that was great. Appreciate it. Thank you, Pooh. This was great. Thank you so much, y'all. Yes, love you much. We'll talk to you soon, for sure, for sure. Yes, and you guys, Buddha Bear Talks will be right back after these wonderful messages, and we'll have some final encouragement. Yes. Later, y'all. Thank you, Ray Ray. Thank you. What's up, y'all? We are back. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode about COVID-19 vaccines being forced to take it or getting fired. Um, I hope you enjoyed that wonderful conversation with Coco and the surprise guest with Lex. He was absolutely amazing. It feels good to see those two, get those two back on the podcast, especially with Coco Motion. Thank you, homegirl, so much for joining in with me. I hope we get to do it again soon. Oh my gosh, you are more than welcome to come back to the Booty Bear family. Um... I hope it gives you to bring in two different type of views. You have Ash, what Ashley was saying in the first conversation from her viewpoint, what was going on. And then you got the other view from Coco Motion, where you know that she's a teacher teaching at a school and also giving you the tea what's going on and then you hear it from my point of view where I be working in the hospital because I'm at the I work as a dietary host feeding all the patients and I see all the stuff firsthand so it's like I hope you start doing your own research um before whenever you get a shot or before you get ready to take the vaccine I tell people like this all the time like before you do anything do your research find something that works for you like 
even though I hate it when things are getting enforced, it doesn't make sense. But sometimes you got to be like, fuck it and just get it done and get it over with so that you can get better or we can all just get try to get back to normal lives. But like I said, either or either way, it's not fair being forced to take the vaccine. And I just hope that it, you understand from two viewpoints that... Hopefully, you make the right decision for yourself in your own life. And I also, if to all my wonderful SGI members that are listening to the podcast, um, I finally got my October Living Buddhism. It finally came in the mail. Um, I was reading this wonderful um, passage from the lecture series on this October um, Living Buddhism. Um, our Living Buddhism is our monthly magazine that we get every month. Um, it shows a lot of encouragement, um, basically faith experiences. It gives you a rough draft about what, what Nam-myoho Renge-kyo really is, and it really breaks it down to the T. Um, if you haven't subscribed one, go on to www.sgiusa.org to see if you can start subscribing and start learning more about the practice so you can get to your local um, local community, local culture center so you can start get started on learning more about Nam Yoho Renge Kyo. It could change your life as much as it changed my life. I say in every episode, it does change it changes your life viewpoints from a different perspective and it helps you get back on your feet and break through more obstacles and you see it from a clear point. Um, we're going to go skim on page 56. It's all the way on the lecture series on this section where it says nothing surpasses the proof of actual fact. And this one kind of stuck out to me. Um, I'm going to read it. It's like the second little second paragraph. I'm going to read it down a little bit. It starts by faith in the mystic law gives us the power to win in life. We chant and take action and keep chanting through our struggles. All around the world, Soka Gakkai members, starting with prayers, infused with their vow for Kosen and Rufu, chant Namiho Renge Kyo for the happiness of themselves and others. They summon their courage and wisdom to win in their own day-to-day challenges and to compassionately spread the mystic law. As a result, the Sokogakai brims with the inspiring experiences of members who are showing solid proof of the benefit of faith and leading winning lives of hope and joy. I am convinced that by doing so, they are giving expression to the spirit of the Lotus Sutra and embodying the true way of practice in Nidra Buddhism. Meaning where, like, people always explain come around me saying why you're always so happy this is why i'm always so happy because i have this tool in the practice where i can i see my obstacles and challenge myself for what it is if i didn't do a great job today i always always be encouraged to try again the next day you always have a second shot remember like tomorrow is always a new day and i always have this enthusiastic attitude because Honey, after everything that we went through during this whole pandemic and now with getting vaccinated and I'm getting back to doing what I love to do most, it's like I just be so appreciative of everything what's been going on in my life. I came a long way. People that have grown up with me, that have been through with me for years, have seen how much or how far I've come. I got a new fucking job where I'm in a hospital. I don't have to worry about anything else except to stand to get my build up my pension i work for a union i work with amazing co-workers 
something that get on my goddamn nerves, something that don't get on my nerves. And I be meeting the most incredible people in the hospital. And I I get to spread this practice and show them that anything is possible. And I'm always, always leading with faith in everything. And I just, I'm just so appreciative and blessed every single day that I get to open my eyes and go to work and do what I love and be a podcaster, teach you guys how to bake. And also I'm going to start doing videos more and more. So you get to see me bake more. I hope that you enjoy um, Booty Bit Toss the podcast. Stay tuned. I also, I have a new webpage. It's under pod page. Um, go to www.podpage.com slash talks. Um, my, I have an official web page. It's up, it's loaded. Go check it out. I want to interact with you all so, so much. You can interact with me also on Instagram on Ray Evolution 1985. That's my new social media page. My old page, my old account, Ray Evolution 85 has gotten hacked. Do not, I repeat, do not engage with the phony person that's pretending to be me. Report that goddamn page, pretty please. Report it. Please do. Because they're pretending to be me. And I'm very, very, very private. He's over here. This person's over here posting his, his business. How he made 20, that 20 grand by like showing what, like, by trading and something, like a hard trading or whatever the hell. But my friend Stephanie will tell you more about it. But, um, yes report that motherfucking page and follow my new page ray evolution 1985 if you want to follow the podcast page follow buddha bear talks the podcast um i'm i'm on there very frequently i want to answer all your questions if you want to interact with me please don't be scared to interact with me i love you all so so much remember you are fierce you are powerful you are strong you are confident and you are full of love and powder puffs And always remember, it is time to motivate. Until the next episode, see y'all later. And always have faith and keep your head up in the sky. Shabba! Later, y'all.